Well, hello there, goddess, and welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast. I am Lisa. I am your hostess with the mostess for the next, say, 30 minutes, where we're going to talk about how you can slay self-doubt and avoid self-sabotage, right? These are things we need to talk about. We need to unpack these mindset blocks when it comes to setting your goals and achieving them. And it's something that I see literally every day with my challengers, with women in my groups, with my own self and my own thoughts. And I thought, you know what? Today is today to slay some dragons um, that we just happen to be calling self-doubt and (laughs) self-sabotage. Who is with me on this one? So I hope you're doing okay. We have had an amazing couple of weeks with our current um, challengers that are part of our six-week Transformation Unicorn Challenge. And it's been a fabulous time getting to know and watch and experience women you know, transform and step into their awesome warrior goddess self. Uh, and it's always such a privilege to be a part of that. And I'm always excited when not only I see uh, their successes, but where I can also help them where they're struggling. And generally, this tends to happen in around the week three mark, okay? Day three, week three, we call it the double hump, you know, hump week, hump day. Um, and a lot of these thoughts of, self-doubt, self-sabotage all kind of come rolling in. So it's a perfect time to be, you know, putting out this podcast today and also to help women that I get message from on a daily basis about how do I change my shape? How do I, you know, lose this fat? How do I feel better? How do I get back on track? I've lost my mojo. Please help. All of these different things. And also self-sabotage is something that I find, you know, happens to me a lot. So I thought, right, if it's happening to me, this is something that we need to unpack. So not only are we going to dive deep into what it is, what are the triggers, how can you overcome it, or how can you notice it happening? Uh, We're also going to give you some action points. You know, I'm all about taking some inspired action so that you can help to, you know, slay the self-doubt, but also stave off the self-sabotage, right? So really, you know, try to get to the point where you're not even there. You know, there's are there are tools and resources and, and strategies that I do on a regular basis to help with that. So uh, yeah, we're going to unpack all of those things. But I did want to say that as always, we really want for you that if you take something from this today, if you are learning something, if you feel like it's helped you in any way, that you share this out on your social media. Let other people know. Spread the love of the Goddess Got Goals podcast. And for doing so, we put you into a draw to win one of our free six-week transformation unicorn challenges um, valued at $197 and go into a draw to win a one-on-one coaching call with me. So we do the, um, the coaching call every quarter, but we give away one of these things every single month and you still have time this month um, to enter into it. It's very simple. You just go on over to iTunes where you can write a review and rate it. Five stars for good karma. Thank you. And um, then all you do is you take a screenshot of that. Now make sure you take the screenshot before you press submit. That's really helpful. Um, And then come on over to our free tribe group. If you're not in there already, come on over. It's a free tribe community where we provide lots of insight. We continue the conversation what we have here in the podcast. Uh, It's like the little after party, as I like to call it. Um, And we share information and get to know each other with regards to our goals. And you just share that you you did your, your review in there and your name will go into the draw and we'll do that every single month. 
so people can get something for doing a review for us because it's really important that we get the message out there for this podcast right yeah yeah you can help us to do that awesome and um yeah i think that's it so we're gonna dive on in today we're gonna talk all about um the self-sabotage we're gonna talk all about um what actions you can take to get your mindset right to achieve your goals because that's what we're about here with the goddess got goals podcast so let's dive on in how to slay self-doubt and avoid self-sabotage well ladies this is something we need to completely unpack today. So let's dive in. We're going to talk about mindset block here. So what we're actually talking about here is your brain, your thoughts, the things that are going around and round and round in that head, right? And the, being able to understand your thoughts, being able to be aware of your thoughts, being able to catch your thoughts or catch yourself in a thought and having that mindfulness is going to be really important for you when it comes to helping you to understand where self-doubt comes from, you know, avoiding self-sabotage and really, you know, overcome this so that you can achieve whatever your heart desires, you know, whatever goals you have for yourself, whether that be to do with body shape change or weight loss or fat loss or strength or fitness or being the best version of you or lifestyle or relationships or career or whatever goal you're working towards right now. So let's dive in. First of all, I want to talk about self-doubt. Like, what is it? Like, what, how does it even happen? Why do we even go into this downward spiral um, or this, these, these, inner mean girl thoughts, I suppose, is another way or lack of confidence as other things. So self-doubt really for me, and I'm going to talk about it from a personal level, is really um, when I think I can't do something or don't think I'm worthy or deserve to do or have something. That's how I describe self-doubt. It's that sense of who am I to, right? You know, who am I to want this? Who am I to get this, achieve this? You know, you know, people like me don't have this. People like me don't achieve this. Things like that, those sorts of thoughts that start to happen in the mind. Now, why do we have these? So what I have noticed over, you know, studying you know, the human brain, studying um, life coaching, studying human potential, um, you know, psychodynamics between the brain and our bodies and all of these things and goal setting is that a lot of it comes from, yes, our childhood, how we grew up, the environment by which we were involved, our family and our family circumstances. But a lot of it for women also comes from a biological and hormonal level. Um, for me, you know, I have been um, tracking my menstrual cycle. And we talked about this in last week's podcast, all about training through your menstrual cycle and how to track it and etc. But for me, I started to notice that there were certain times in my month where I just felt very, you know, that had no confidence whatsoever, that I just felt, you know, um, not able to do stuff, would compare myself to everybody so much more, would, you know, find it really difficult even picking out an outfit of what to wear. Um, I would just feel defeated all of the time these sorts of thoughts would come up and my brain would go into overdrive and overthinking mode. And then I started to, to notice that there was definitely a pattern as to when this happened. And then 
through other reasons and for other purposes, I began to track my menstrual cycle. And part of that, the tracking process is a little app that I loved um, to use called Hormone Horoscope. And it's a cool little thing because it tells you like a horoscope, what's going on, you know, chemically and biologically inside your body during certain times uh, of the, you know, through each of the four men, um, phases of your menstrual cycle. And one of the things that came up was that you might be feeling, you know, a lack of confidence today, that you are feeling, you know, ineffectual or not able to do things, or, you know, you're starting to doubt yourself and all of these sorts of things. And I was like, wow, you know, the fact that this app told me this, <laughs> it was like this app is, revel you know, revealing how you feel about yourself. But really, it gave me this understanding that this is not just how I feel. And it's also not, you know, unusual or uncommon, or I'm not weird, or I'm not less than because I have these thoughts, that these thoughts are something that comes up for women based on their biology and their hormones during certain times of their month. Now, that's not the only time that these things happen, but it can be a trigger. And what I find is that more often than not for me, I only have these more doubtful, heavier, darker thoughts during these, this time. And it's over a couple of days. It can even be up to maybe a week within your cycle. But think about that, that out of every 28 days for seven days, you're feeling like you can't do anything right? That, you know, that's really quite significant. That's like a quarter of what's going on, um, you know, every single month. So that was really interesting to me. So when I understood that, then it was easier for me to catch myself and go, ah, oh, that's why I'm feeling that way. So rather than fuel that self-doubt downward spiral, which tends to happen, I was able to go, oh, it's because of my hormones and what can I do to help them? right? So that's definitely one for me. Um, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that later in terms of strategies that we can help to catch that or to prevent it or to stave it off. Um, the other time that I tend to feel a lot more self-doubt is when I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. And this normally happens when I'm working towards a goal. Strangely enough, God has got goals. So if I'm working towards a goal in my business, if I'm working towards a goal in either my strength or if I'm working towards a goal um, with fat loss or trying to, you know, tighten up before I'm doing some sort of video or shoot or because I'm doing that, you know, a challenge with the challengers or things like that. When I'm putting myself out there, when I'm pushing myself or you know, pushing myself beyond my comfort zone, that's when I definitely notice that I am uh, more plagued with self-doubt. Who am I to do this? Who am I to to want to have this? How am I even going to do this? This is really hard. Uh, you know, can I do hard things? Am I able? Do you know what I mean? This is the, the internal dialogue that I'm sure you experience because I know I do. Um, and then that inner mean girl, that inner critic can sometimes take over and the thoughts just feel like they're controlling you, right? So these are just the two biggest ones that I tend to notice uh, for me, are, you know, kind of trigger or when I, I notice more that I'm having these self-doubt moments. Um, also, during times of high anxiety or high stress. So when I'm working towards those goals, I tend to be more stressed. That can trigger it as well. So it's more about... Um, noticing that I'm going to be stressed, you know, being you know, preempting that this is a stressful time or that I'm more triggered, but also that anxiety in itself 
um, as a condition, as a concern for women, of which women are more um, naturally predisposed to be anxious and depressed. If you look at our hormone stats, it would blow your mind with regards to that. Um, and that for me, self-doubt and anxiety can go hand in hand. So there's things that I know that I can do to manage my anxiety and manage how I you know, deal with those feelings, which I've shared many times here on this podcast, but I'm going to do some more. Um, and that's when I notice that self-doubt can start to take over. So that's what I, what I want you, first of all, to un understand is what is self-doubt? How does it manifest itself? For me, it's that string of internal thoughts within my brain, that inner mean girl, that inner critic constantly taking over, saying things like, who am I to want this? How, you know, I don't even know if I can do this. How am I going to be able to, you know, people like me don't achieve this thing. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not able, I can't, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, in business, it comes across a lot as imposter syndrome. I know for, for me in the fitness industry, that's a lot of what I feel is like, you know, who am I to be teaching this? You know, I aren't, I'm not the strongest, leanest, you know, badass woman in the room. So then for who am I to teach it? You know, those sorts of thoughts come over and over and over in my mind quite a lot. Um, and then when I notice that I tend to have this more hormonally, definitely certain times of the month, when I'm pushing or working towards a goal and outside of my comfort zone, or when I'm in higher, you know, forms of anxiety or stress due to, I don't know, a global pandemic, for example, or hearing that we're, you know, and still in lockdown here for the UK for a very long time, all of these things play with our minds, right? And that constant racing of thoughts. So how does this link in then to self-sabotage? Well, I think that they go hand in hand and hence why I put these two monsters side by side in this podcast today, because I find that when self-doubt happens, that's when I tend to self-sabotage. So when I have these thoughts, these thoughts then lead to me feeling self-sabotage. But let's let's dive in a little bit more. Let's dig deeper. Let's kind of unpack what self-sabotage is. So it's when we actively or even passively take steps to prevent ourselves from reaching our goals, right? We get in our own way. And this behavior can affect nearly every aspect of your life. So it's not just about weight loss or any other personal goals, but also your relationships or career or, or any of the things that you want for yourself, any sort of goals. And although it's very common, it can be incredibly frustrating, right? It's a cycle of behavior that lowers our self-confidence and just constantly leaves us feeling stuck. It's that downward spiral of self-confidence, you know, plummeting, self-doubt rising, and that swirl of just a downward spiral, right? So there are many reasons why someone may choose to self-sabotage, but many stem from a lack of belief in ourselves. And that belief is a really important aspect when it comes to achieving our goals. So I like this. Psychology Today provides good insight into why and how we self-sabotage. So they say that substance abuse, turning to food or procrastination can all be ways in which we self-sabotage. And I find that that pretty much sums up how I do self-sabotage and what I see time and time again with regards to my challengers, my my goddesses, um, ladies within our tribe community. And we're going to we're going to go into that one. We're going to talk about it and unpack it a little bit. But we may also self-sabotage by not committing to relationships or being a poor friend, even when we know connection is what we truly want. Um, you know, there's lots of different 
ways in which we actually manifest it or we actually put it out there in the world, right? And we're going to unpack this and help you identify the reasons why we make decisions that prevent us from reaching our goals. And we'll also help you to identify how you can rise above it so that you can meet your potential, so that you can step into your power and you can stop this self-sabotaging behavior. Okay. So first of all, why do we do it? Like why, 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 why? Um, the first one, and this is probably the biggest, so we're just going to dive right in to self-worth, the lack of self-worth. When we don't believe in ourselves, we cannot achieve our goals. Included in this uh, self-confidence is our self-worth. Okay. So when we don't believe in ourselves, we also don't value ourselves. If we constantly tell ourselves that we're not smart enough, qualified enough, good enough, skinny enough, strong enough, you know, um, smart, you know, able enough, techy enough, you know, we're, you know, we're not energetic enough, whatever that is for you. Um, so then we act accordingly to what we tell ourselves. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The way that we speak to ourselves, that inner mean girl, that, you know, um, self-talk that we have going on in ourselves, the thoughts that we create directly affects how we present ourselves to the world. When we don't have confidence, we will do things to stop ourselves from achieving our full potential. And that's just as simple as that. Another reason that we self-sabotage, oh, we fear success. Sometimes we fear success more than we fear failure. When we have worked so hard for something, our success can sometimes become the stressor. This often happens when we have a lack of self-confidence. We may worry that we aren't truly qualified or prepared, that we'll be exposed as a fraud. Our fear of success leads to us to engage in behavior that limits our success. When we get closer to achieving a goal, we might stop doing things that we know will actually help us to achieve that goal right? And this is something that I am probably the most, this one resonates with me probably the most, right? I have a fear of success more than I have a fear of failure because I, I feel like when you work something, work so hard for something that, and you feel like you're just about to achieve it, sometimes it's easier to take it away yourself before you think somebody else or something else is going to take it away, right? Does anybody else have that one? I mean, that's something that I truly feel that it's sometimes easier for me to have the control of taking it away myself by sabotaging myself than actually achieve it or have somebody else take it away from me because I value it so much because I've worked so hard for it. Interesting. Or we want to place fault somewhere. When we believe that we aren't going to do well or will fail no matter what, we begin behaving in a way that ensures we will fail. When we think things like, oh, I won't get that anyway, I won't be able to achieve it anyway, we displace our responsibility in achieving our goal. When we do fail, because we already told ourselves we would, the blame can be transferred to someone else. We can just pro, you know, justify procrastination. We can justify the fact that, you know, it was too hard. It wasn't, you know, I couldn't do it anyway. And we've actually prepared ourselves already and accepted that we won't succeed, Right anyone do that one? I mean, that one I see time and time again. You know, who am I to achieve this thing? I won't get it anyway. People like me don't get it. 
You know, it's only people like them, people who have X, Y, and Z. I see this one a lot with people in terms of fitness and, and body shape change with like, well, she has a, you know, personal trainer, so she's going to succeed. You know, I, I won't be able to succeed because I don't have a personal trainer. Oh, I can't get to the gym right now. That's a big one. So I'm not going to be able to succeed, right? It's just we place blame everywhere else. We don't take responsibility. Next one. Ha ha. We want control. We feel better when we feel like we're in control, right? By accepting a negative outcome ahead of time, we feel like we're in control even though it's not what we want to happen. We, in effect, control our failure when we apply this self-sabotaging thought pattern. Yes, I do that one quite a lot as a self-confessed control freak. Where are my control freaks at? <laughs> yeah, you know, as a self-confessed control freak, sometimes sabotaging before I am successful means that I am able to determine the success. I'm able to be in control of what's going to happen. So interesting. We fear failure. Okay? We fear that we will give all we have to a goal and still not be enough. It's easier to give yourself reasons as to why you failed than to truly give it your all and still not succeed. This is the most overwhelming reason why we self-sabotage. So how do I know if I am self-sabotaging and ultimately, how do I stop it? So you should consider yourself asking yourself a couple of questions, right? When you feel like you're failing over and over or you feel like you're stuck, I want you to ask these questions of yourself so that you can see where these patterns might fall. First one, and this one is the one I see probably the most, is am I prioritizing instant gratification? Do I want something now? You know, when it specifically comes to weight loss, body shape change, changing how you're eating and training, the cookie right now, or the cake, or the glass of wine, or the pizza, or the takeaway is going to make you feel good instantly, right? Then you probably feel crap straight after. But in that moment, you feel really, really good. Then you're staving off that momentary feeling good for a greater feeling good later, which, which can happen if you follow a eating or a training plan, right? Am I avoiding what needs to be done? That one is a big one. For us procrastinators, I'm a big procrastinator, am I avoiding what needs to be done, right? If I am avoiding what needs to be done, that's the reason why I'm self-sabotaging because I know what I need to do to actually get the results, but I'm avoiding it. Am I not prioritizing self-care? Come on, come on, goddesses out there. The reason why we call this the Goddess Goggles podcast is we want you to understand what it takes as a woman to nurture, care for, receive, and look after ourselves. Women can be so hard on themselves. We can be so far down our list of priorities. And what I would definitely say to you is this. If you're not prioritizing self-care, you're not then able to achieve any goal because you're either too tired, too sick, or too much in pain to go for anything, right? Am I always procrastinating? Well, I think I am. <laughs> Another good question to ask ourselves. And am I focusing on those self-defeating thoughts? Am I focusing on that inner mean girl? Am I letting that inner mean girl win the conversation? Yes? So if you answered yes to any of these questions, you could be allowing yourself to engage in self-sabotaging behavior. 
So you need to be truly honest with yourself and ask yourself if you feel you deserve better and determine what it is that you're afraid of. Once you do this, you may be able to rise above the self-sabotage. So this is what we call about being intentional or being mindful. This is why we love, you know, journaling as a practice. We love to get our thoughts, whether they're mean thoughts or bad thoughts or good thoughts, or there is no bad or good thoughts. They're just thoughts, thoughts that no longer serve you, right? So maybe we need to get these thoughts out and down on paper. Maybe we need to take a moment to pause and reflect on our thoughts. Maybe we take a moment to pause and notice, even just to be aware of the thoughts that we're thinking. A lot of the times women don't even do that. We don't want to stop, right? Doing is where we feel like we get value and self-worth when really that's not the trait. That's not the case. So how do we rise above it? Okay, so once we identify why we're exhibiting this self-sabotaging behavior, we can then begin to take steps to overcome self-sabotage and rise above this destructive behavior. So this is where you need to actually get your pen and paper out and make a list of all the things that you think are preventing you from having what you want. You gotta take some time to evaluate why you want it and get real with your goals. Look at what's truly holding you back. Identify the small things like complaining. Are you complaining about it? Are you wanting to want it and complaining about wanting to want it and can't get it? Are you actually putting in any action or just putting in complaining? (laughs) A lot of the time I see that is that women say that they want something and then complain about why they haven't been able to get it, but they haven't actually put in any action or any steps towards achieving it. I know, harsh, but true, okay? If you're afraid of failure, for example, consider listing all the ways that you have succeeded in the past. Take a look at all the wonderful things that you've already achieved. Try to remember what you overcame to get there and work on boosting your confidence. And remember that failure is okay too. It's exactly what you need. You can't always be perfect. In fact, we don't even suggest focusing on perfect. We suggest on focusing on progress, okay? Accepting this should limit our shouldn't limit our belief in ourselves okay you need to let it guide you towards trying to find what it is that you want and opening our opening you up to new opportunities if you don't feel worthy it may be time to focus on self-care stop focusing on what you think you do wrong and work on recognizing what you do right give yourself time to relax to eat well to sleep you need to feel good about yourself and move past your fears okay so Here's four steps I'm going to give you right now to slay self-doubt and stave off self-sabotage, right? So if you haven't already, go get a pen. (laughs) Stop what you're doing. If you're multitasking, come back to me. These are the four steps I want you to do. First of all is journal. So we've already said to you to take some time to write some stuff down. So get out a little notebook, right? And I want you to take a moment to focus on something that you have achieved. Think of a time where you felt really good about yourself. Think about a time where you felt really good about yourself, that you feel like you were in the zone, you were achieving, you were feeling successful, you were feeling confident. Now, I want you to write out the things and describe that environment. Like I always think of a time when I was training for my um, marathon, right? The first marathon that I did, which was all about... um, 
you know, being, being very consistent with my training. So what I did was uh, during that time, what I think made it feel really good was that I was consistent. I was, you know, running five times a week. I was working out with a coach. I had a specific goal and a date that I was working towards. All of these things made it perfect for me in the environment of where I felt really successful, right? So when I wrote down what I was like, what, um, what about that? Did I like, I was being very consistent. I was working with a coach when I was feeling bad or didn't recover well or whatever. I was looking at that and I was addressing it. I was eating well. I was, you know, you know, making my health a top priority. I was sleeping well. I was exercising. I didn't, wasn't drinking a lot, all of these sorts of things. Right. And then from that, the next step with your journal is to then look at the goals that you currently have. Do you write out your goals? Do you write out what you're working towards? They they say that if you write your goals out every single day, that you are 80% more likely to achieve those goals, right? 80% more likely if you write them out every single day. But what I want you to also think about is when you think about those goals, I would definitely write them in the first, you know, in the in the present tense. I am you know, I am, you know, 20% body fat, I am 18% body fat, I'm whatever, that was one of my ones, you know, or I am able to deadlift 100 kilos, that was one of my goals. So things like that, right? So when I write that out, I think about, well, what have I been able to achieve up until that point? Well, I, you know, I can deadlift 70 kilos. So I'm like, yay, I'm getting closer to that, you know, 100. So that's, that's the type of thing that the mindset shift, putting the thoughts down on paper, thinking about a time. Okay. And then another practice, either in that same journal, or you can get yourself a fancy gratitude journal. I have one and I write out every single day, what I'm proud of, what brought me joy that day. And then what am I grateful for? Okay. Different feelings for all of those, by the way, gratitude, feels different to me than pride, what I'm proud of. What brings me joy feels different to what I'm proud of. So I really like how that journal, you know, put those out for me. So what am I proud of? What brings me joy? So what brings me joy is like, you know, a new cup of tea, a new mug that I bought to, to enjoy my cup of tea with, or that the sun was shining when I sat and drank my cup of tea, or that I had a cup of tea whilst walking in the sunshine, right? Little things like that are really important to get your mind in the right way. And the final one, right, uh, that I want to talk about, oh, actually, sorry, no, number three, is looking in the mirror and saying, I love you. Now, I know. There's a lot of you out there going, what does she want me to do? Seriously. So this is a big one for most people. It's really hard for women to just look at themselves in the mirror, right, and say, say, I love you. It's a big one. So if I love you is a too far of a stretch, what I want you to do then is high five yourself in the mirror. I saw Mel Robbins, the amazing Mel Robbins. I will tag her in the show notes that has been encouraging her community to do it. And I love that. So if it's too much to say, I love you, I want you to high five yourself in the mirror. High five. You're doing great, right? But look yourself in the mirror while you do it. And of course, the final one, and it kind of has to be said with regards to slaying self-doubt and saving off self-sabotage is looking after your mental health and your anxiety. How I do that and when I feel truly invincible is when I uphold my promise to myself to eat and train well. 
when I uphold a promise. And what I mean by that is I say to myself, I'm going to do this, and then I do it. When I'm in that zone of upholding myself, as I call it, um, then I know I have the most amazing sense of self-esteem. I have the most amazing sense of self-worth. I build that little by little by little by little and upholding this promise to eat and train well then has ramifications for everything, right? That's where I get my results. That's when I notice the changes to my strength, my fitness, my body. That's when I notice my confidence. The inner mean girl does not win those conversations, right? I start by doing things to look after my immune system. I take my supplements, my magnesium, my probiotics. I look after my immune system, my gut health, right? The reason this is so, so important is you cannot slay anything if you're sick, tired, or in pain. We talk about this, we have a whole podcast episode about what's limiting you from achieving your goals, and this is one of them. If you're sick, tired, or in pain, if you, you know, you're not looking at how you can help your mental health with self-care, with, you know, managing your anxiety, with training and eating, right? But also upholding the promise of saying, I want to eat and train. That's where magic happens, ladies. That's where the magic happens. So I hope this was helpful today. I'm so excited to bring you some really juicy content today, something that you can take action on, something that's probably holding you back from achieving any sort of lifestyle, body shape change, fitness, strength, you know, career, life goals. And you can actually take action with it. So come on over to the show notes if you want to know a little bit, you know, we'll, we'll put those questions in the show notes that you can ask yourself and we'll give you those four tips of how you can slay. You're looking at your daily goals and journaling when you have been successful. Gratitude, what I'm proud of, what brings me joy. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I love you or give yourself a high five and look after your mental health and anxiety. You know, I uphold my promise of eating and training well every day. Can you do, can you do that? How can you uphold your promise to do something today? And again, as always, if this touched you, if this helped you, please share it out. Go on over to our podcast or iTunes or Spotify, share it with your friends, send us a review and let the world hear a little bit more. But until then, I'll see you same time, same place next week. See you soon. Bye for now. Right now, we're all looking for connection, right? If you're living in the UK and certain parts throughout the US, which most of my goddesses do, we are in a state of lockdown. So the world is a weird ass place right now, right? It's just weird. We don't know what normalcy is. We don't know what normal routine is. And if you're like me, you're just struggling for that sense of connection and community where you can you know, tap into the love and connection of other human beings. So where, wherever you are in the world and wherever your, your state of lockdown is, and also the fact that we're more socially distant, we're more um, maybe home-based workers, we're literally maybe only getting a chance to go, you know, to work and come straight back home, or you're at home homeschooling your kids every day, you may be feeling a sense of loss of community, of connection, of being part of something that's working towards a greater goal, yeah? So I want to invite you to join our tribe of warrior kettlebell goddesses. This tribe community has been set up over the last, I think, seven, about six or seven years as I've built my own business 
but there to support um, what goes on with any of our programs, what goes on with regards to the podcast and any of this content. But more specifically, what I've realized now is providing a touch point, a point where we can come and connect, a point where you can focus on your health, your well-being, you know, to get some interesting education and tips and some fun, because hello, fun is important too, um, where, and where you can connect with other like-minded women just like you that are all going through the same. The best part of it all, it's free. And it really is just providing the support and the continuation or what I like to call the after party of the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Yep, it's a place where you can discuss what we're talking about here in a safe environment, in a fun environment. And the feedback we get on a regular basis is that our content is just fun. <laughs> we talk about, you know, superheroes and Shira, and we talk about feeling like shit and what we can do to stop feeling like shit um, and all of these sorts of things. So if you love the podcast, you will love our tribe community even more where you can continue the conversation over there um, and let us know about any challenges or issues or things that come up for you during this difficult time, wherever you are in this world and wherever you are in terms of your struggles that you're having. So come on, reach out to us, come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe where we can connect, we can find out more about you, the goals and things that you have, and we can use this as a community space to continue the conversations that we want and need to be having during this time. And I can't wait to get to know you more. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you. I'll see you over there.